0: All right, welcome to the Hometown Founder podcast. We just randomly decided to podcast because homie Brad is in the office.
1: Yeah, what's up, everybody?
0: What's up, everybody? Brad, How how many
1: are listening now? Are we up to like...
0: I make jokes about how it's only like four or five people, but it's like 200-something people every time we do this.
1: Well, I'm consistent, one of those (laughs) listeners. (laughs) We thought you were one of the four or five, so...
0: (laughs) Between you, my mom, and Sam's mom. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Jen doesn't listen. Yeah. I don't my wife doesn't. Does your wife listen to podcasts, Brad?
2: Not a whole lot. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well What uh, are we talking about today, Kyle? Kyle refused to tell me what we're talking about today.
0: Brad and I just decided and then we, we busted out the mics. But first, quick intro on Brad. Right? Brad, what do you do? What's your thing?
1: Yeah. So uh I'm a digital marketer. Um, that's kinda slash entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um done a bunch of different things. Right now, most of my time is spent marketing uh, with a company out in Arkansas. They do uh, solar. Yeah, oh. not Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Every time I travel down there, everyone's like, "So you're in for Walmart, right?" Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. "No." <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I mean, I could keep going, yeah. but that's the, the cool basic thing about Brad
0: is he is essentially the only living human being that I can talk to about Facebook ads, <clears throat> like, because. i'm sorry that i feel like like is has similar experience to me sam i talked to as well i'm sorry are are you at the same level of experiences in facebook ads as we are
1: no i feel like i feel like the topic just changed like (laughs) what what we're planning on talking about just derailed a little bit just derailed because
0: i upset sam
2: i don't make it about me it's okay i'm not offended
0: Brad Brad is an amazing uh, Facebook advertising guru. I'm pretty sure he's better at it than I am. Actually, yeah, I'm the verdict's like, still out on that. So we're yeah, how, how how do we how we do, do we go head to head on Facebook
1: this Facebook ad competition? We
0: need a comp. Yeah. Anyways, this is the topic, Sam. This is what I this is the topic. Yeah. Asking people for their critique and advice, but not listening to that advice good idea or bad idea. Sam, because you literally just heard what that is, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Um, ah, Well, it's weird because I struggle with this right now for me personally, because I'll go to you for advice and critique. And sometimes you're like, no, nah, I'm not telling you, like figure it out, do your thing. I know you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And I hate it because I know that you're better at it than I am. And so it's like, whenever you critique something, I usually take it. And like, I take your advice because I know that you're a lot better at things. But there have been times where I like said something, and then you disagreed, and you countered it, and I was like, ah, I don't know. But
0: well, how about this? Like in in the stuff that I do, like let's say if I'm finishing up a video or working on a new ad or copy, whatever it is, I've asked you a lot to uh, to for advice, or at least like yeah. bounced ideas off you, right? Yeah. And uh, has it ever happened where you? Brought something to my attention that I hadn't thought of, and then I changed something because of what you said. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. So.
2: But there's also a lot of times where you're like, nah, that's stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to the point, when to listen and when not to listen. Brad, you're in professional services. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever have experiences where you ask people for feedback, criticism, and you take it or you don't take it?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's actually really... So from the perspective of um, in client services, right? When you have clients and they're coming to you to get advice or to ask questions about what they should do next in their business, it's really tricky because they have all all of the context of their own business, right? And it's their baby and they've done it for who knows, you know, 10 years maybe in some cases. And you're coming in as this, this guy and they they need they need direction on one specific part of their business, otherwise it wouldn't be talking to you right right in this case, it's like Facebook ads or digital marketing advice and it is a pet peeve is to when you give that advice in that specific area that they're asking for, and they come back at you and say, "You know." Oh, I don't I don't think that's right or you shouldn't do it this way right. or maybe let's do it this way and they start count, you know, giving you ideas. And I think there's there's some benefit to going back and forth and certainly on our end from the, you know, professional in this domain, mm-hmm. we need to be open to to considering, you know, their ideas and learning as much as we can about the rest of their business because they've got 10 years of history or context. Right. But like Steve Jobs Said that they they don't hire really smart people and then tell them what to do. Yeah, they hire hire really smart people so that those smart people can tell them what to do. Yeah, and I think I think that's really important for um for any business owner to 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 realize.
0: Yeah, I think you're right because whenever we get into that kind of a situation, um,
1: it's so frustrating. It's frustrating.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to. I don't, it doesn't happen to me that often anymore. Like the, so a, a week ago, um, so I've got a bunch of clients that are physical therapists mm-hmm. and so I'm fairly familiar with that industry from the business standpoint. Uh, but there's nuances of physical therapy that I don't understand and will never understand. Cause sure. I am not a physical therapist and I love it when they give me the feedback from that viewpoint because it oftentimes changes the direction that we go in. Um, but i i think because they recognize that they have an expertise in that area and i have an expertise in the other area we don't really butt heads that much anymore i'm trying to think I, the I, last time i butt heads with a client i think at,
1: part of it is is early on yeah, there's a early. trust issue right yes, and yeah. and they're like i don't know if if i want to like trust completely what you're saying yeah. right and and once once you get a few wins under your mm. belt i think that trust level starts to come up yeah so it's it's really an early on conversation yeah, with like exactly. new that clients totally makes sense.
2: that's exactly because every time we at least me go into like a potential client meeting they're always asking questions you know like well, what about this like that doesn't make sense like why would you do this like are you sure facebook even works yeah and i'm mm-hmm. like dude here are the numbers yes it works but it's the trust issue i think and that's yeah that's a big sure. thing
0: makes sense so as
2: far as like um
0: because i Again, when I was new at this, I remember every time like I'd make a video for a client that uh, I hadn't made a video like this before, I hadn't made one for this client before, I'd run it by everybody. Like you like my interns and my mom and my sisters. None of those people have experience in landing a client in digital marketing, not a single one of them. But yet I'd ask them for advice and then they would when, when they give it to me, I'd be like, oh man, like that's, okay, should I should I do yeah. that? And I'd, I'd end up making something that appeases my mom and my sisters and my interns with two and a half semesters yeah. of experience under their belt in college, right? And then I'd create something that I didn't necessarily believe in, but the masses told me would work and go figure it doesn't work.
1: That's a great point.
0: Right? So, yeah. so now that I've been doing this for a while, uh, I can be a bit narcissistic about it, but uh, cause Sam and I, this happens all the time, uh, 90% of the time, maybe 80% of the time when I ask people for feedback, I ignore the feedback. Like I just listen to my gut when they're talking and my gut's like, nah, I don't like that idea. So I just, I just don't take it. Yeah. But 20% of the time, 10% of the time they find, they, they mentioned something that was just a complete blind spot to me. Yeah. So it's worth it to still ask for the feedback Absolutely. constantly. Yeah but not rest my my confidence on the specific piece of creative or the direction or whatever based on what somebody says. Yeah.
1: I don't know if that's just a me thing. I think the key to what you just mentioned there is man, start seeking advice to the, with the right people. You yeah, know? like identify those people that actually can give you strategic advice with that certain thing, like that have some skills. Yeah. Some skill.
2: But even then like when's the right time to to listen to them and
0: that's true because I mean because you' a lot of smart people have given people a lot of bad advice right because yeah. they don't know the specific context they yeah, don't know right. the specific person's individual abilities well even so that, you still like, have to tell smart people to shove it too
2: yeah well even that like literally 15 minutes ago I asked I was asking you for advice on something and you wouldn't give it to me because you said that I feed off of it too much. Uh-huh. and but it's cuz you're an expert in this field and I trust you and I know that you know what you're doing um but you're saying that I piggyback off of you so like 99% of the time I usually take your advice right? right right but it's like you know you always if if the person is smarter than you and you know that they know what they're doing you know do you always take their advice and cuz we're literally in the same exact field I work for you right and it's and you say like, you don't want me to always agree with you. Sometimes you want me to disagree, disagree with you. But at the same time, like you've been doing this a lot longer than I have, you know, you're doing, you're better at it than I am. So when would that time even be? Well,
1: (laughs) well, where's the, (laughs)
0: um, well, that's a different thing. So, so you've got like, You're trying to do what is best for the client, let's say. That's Mm -hmm. one of my goals is to do what's best for the client. Another one of my goals is to turn Sam Stevenson into an amazing marketer, right? And sometimes a decision will feed one and not the other. In this case, if I just wanted to do what was best for the client and that was my number one goal, I'd fire you and I'd do everything myself, Oh, right? (laughs) Yeah. In this case, that's not what I want. I want Sam to become an, an amazing digital marketer and I know because three, four years ago when I was in your shoes, I had to figure this out for myself of not always trusting my dad when I asked him for, for advice and not always making these creative decisions because this hipster with good style told me that this looked good. Like you've got to learn to trust yourself and trust what you can do. Even if you get it wrong at the beginning or, th- or throughout the process, or heck, I, I still get stuff wrong all the time. Even if you get it wrong, you learn from that and you the learning of that and making the adjustment is where you place your confidence for in the next one but if you're always placing your confidence in somebody else then you never get that confidence for yourself does that
2: make sense yeah brad how did you get to where you are did you have a mentor cuz you're really good at what you do
1: you no know, i i um i studied like like i've followed like I didn't have like a single mentor, but I've, I was watching and looking and, you know, listening to videos and podcasts and everything like that. And then I think part of this conversation is when you get advice or when you get, you know, some feedback, then if you're going to execute on that advice, then do so in, in a manner that's like safe, right? Uh, Like, like test it out, like try whatever that thing is that you, that you got the advice on. And have like a set parameter to say, I'm going to do this for this long or, or until I get this result. And if it doesn't get that result, then I'll know that's bad advice. Yeah. And, and then you move on and then you have, you have new information to inform your decision for the next time.
0: Yeah. Like that. Let's end with this. My dad is maybe the smartest businessman that I personally know. Respect him a lot. We see the world in the same way. So we, we talk a lot. And he's given us some great advice, right, Sam? Sam, you've been on the on the call yeah. with, with with Papa Rossen. Yeah, he gives really really good business advice. Mm-hmm. But there's been like three or four really pivotal decisions in both Siphon and in Darcy that I went a different route than what my dad thought I should do. And those decisions like were instrumental in the growth of those companies. Doesn't happen often, but even with my dad, mm-hmm. I have to. I have to go with what I think is best. So if there's a takeaway from it, never stop asking for advice right. from everybody. Yeah. I mean, I show videos to uh, random people. Yeah, You never know when, when somebody might give you good feedback. Right. Feedback is feedback, yeah. Uh, but be super choosy, even from smart people that are really experienced and when you listen to the advice and or, and, or execute on it. Is that fair? I like
1: it.
2: I like it. Yeah.
0: All right, let's send them off with a random press of the mix button. <laughs>